You're listening to Nightmare on Film Street. The current time is 6.66. Traffic is clear ahead from here to the afterlife. But it's hell outside. For the next hour, you're on Nightmare Time. So, let's give a grave welcome to our hosts, John and Kim. What's up, fiends? Welcome to another episode of Nightmare on Film Street, horror for the casually obsessed. We're out here on the road, coming to you live from the RV of Darkness. We've got the Hellhounds uh, at bay currently. They Are w- they at bay? They'll probably start barking at some point. Uh, but we're just jumping in here real quick to give you a quick intro uh, for this week's episode. It is part two of Saw Wind Scares. Kim's little baby podcast series. And we are talking. About... <laughs> I did it. I got. I got the fall vibes, guys. I did it. <laughs> and this week, bringing in the fall vibes, Children of the Corn. From what is more fall than stalks of corn? Pumpkins. Yeah. Yeah. Pumpkin monsters. Yes. Revenge. Mm-hmm. And also murdering your parents. <laughs> Pumpkin spice. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get into full spoilers in this movie, Kim, uh, you want to give me three good things about Children of the Corn for anybody that hasn't had a chance to see it yet? Yeah. Mass murder in a diner. That's one. Right. Just like fucking Purge style. The, the, the All the kids in a town decide, we don't like our parents anymore. That's pretty great. Two, evil corn. Corn parts on its own. That's a lot of fun. Sinister intentions. Sentient I lo- corn. I love me some evil corn. And then part three, we're going to go with weird corn god devil demon evil corn entity corn related entity not the corn the entity who walks among the rows questionable stephen king monster is what i'm <laughs> hearing uh, so those are three good things three reasons why we think you should check out this goddamn movie this was actually like a surprisingly fun watch uh we're gonna get into it in a little bit it's such an odd movie to have so many sequels i'm it, just putting it out there i know why we talk are about there it. so many children <laughs> of the corn movies it's bizarre like who saw this and was like ip <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but like one last thing, real quick, Kim. And you know, I know it's Halloween season, so it's the answers to this are pretty simple. But what is keeping you creepy this week? Yeah, we are heading to Brooklyn Horror next week from the thirteenth to the seventeenth. That's when we'll be there. The festival runs a little longer than that. Yeah, no, we're going to be there from that point. And we're going to check out a bunch of horror films. The new VHS movie is playing there. A little horror film called Symphony uh, Horror Anthology is playing there. I've heard good things. Um, (laughs) May or may not have directed a segment in it. (laughs) And yeah, so we've been lots of traveling ahead of us. Also, we're going to head to Nightmares in Ohio. If that is in or around where you are, hit us up and we'll grab a beer at the festival because... Believe it or not, that film Symphony is also playing there, too. I'm really excited to see this movie with a crowd. Uh, I think everybody appreciates a horror anthology, especially around Halloween. I'm worried, though. What if people hate it and then I have to, like, duck out that exit door that you've always wanted to go through, like, beside the theater? You know, that exit door? And you're like, does this really lead to an exit or is this just a painted wall? Yo, if you have to sneak <laughs> out early because you're worried there will be a riot in the theater, that's how you know you've made it. Any emotion is better than a meh. I'll take anything, really. Yeah, of course. (laughs) 
Um, and then also, because John mentioned we're high in the Halloween swing of things, we have been doing the 31 Day Horror Challenge. It's been such a blast checking out all of your watch picks and your setups. You guys are doing some real creative stuff. We've got dogs dressing up. We've got drawings. We've got cocktails. It's, it's always such a blast. So be sure to uh, follow the challenge guide, even if you're starting late, even if you're just hopping on the train now. It's totally fine. Uh, there's a different prompt for every day and you just use the hashtag 31 day horror challenge. You can grab the graphic and enter the contest. We're doing a big giveaway as well over at nofspodcast.com slash horror challenge. Lastly, before we jump into the episode, I just want to give a quick shout out to an uh, indie project right now that's that's currently crowdfunding. Uh, they're on Seed and Spark. It's kind of like Indiegogo and Kickstarter. It's for a movie called Delicate Arch. Uh, they're set to shoot in November of this year. Uh, they are just looking to complete funding to you know make it as big and bad as possible. Uh, it's set in the the desert of Utah. And, uh, honestly, this, this is going to track for nobody except you, Kim, but it, it kind of gives me Outwaters vibes. Ooh. Yeah, it's not a fully found footage movie, but Rodney Asher is, has just recently signed on as executive producer. Oh, that's rad. Yeah, Rodney Asher, director of Room 237, uh, Glitch in the Matrix, which came out earlier All this year. All of your year. favorite horror documentaries. Oh my god, right? The Nightmare, that sleep paralysis one. So yeah, he is on as an executive producer for this project, and he, on Twitter at least, has described it as Phase 4 meets the Blair Witch Project. Oh, that sounds so dope. Right? Uh, and it's, so is it partially found footage, or...? I, I I'm getting a fan footagey vibe from it, but the way it's describing, like it's it's actually even way more intricate than that. Like I think this is going to be like a huge mindfuck of a movie. Uh, it seems as though they are shooting it in three different formats, so it's oh, it's like spliced together. Well, I think it's also it has like a choose your own adventure type. Oh element. yes, yeah, like it's they're trying to make it interactive, like a video game, but it is still a movie, and it's like there are like an alpha, an alpha mode, a zeta mode, and a and a beta mode. Like one is like your standard. You know, is there two a by three mode? five. Is there a wuss mode? I, I highly doubt it. Uh, but yeah, like you've got your, like your standard movie format, a more of like a VHS style film grains format, and then there's one for your uh, like vertical screen, like on your iPhone. Oh, or cool! Something. So I think you're going to get sort of an option. Different to... things out of it, where depending on yeah, where you watch it. Yeah, exactly. That's really smart. It sounds rad. Uh, and if you, they get, they are real close to finishing funding right now on Seed and Spark. And you know, if you want to help bring this project to life, just head over to uh, to bit.ly slash delicate arch pick. Uh, Arch, obviously, A-R-C-H. Delicate spelled the way you spell delicate. Uh, it's a bit... And pick as in P-I-C? Yes. <laughs> Bit.ly slash delicate arch pick. Uh, it sounds like such a cool indie horror project, and uh, I really, I really hope that we can experience it. I'm going to back it now. I think yeah, that sounds Yeah, I know, right? Dope. It sounds so fucking cool. <laughs> I want to watch that. <laughs> Make all your Halloween dreams come true this year and watch a <laughs> fucked up movie uh it's it's loosely based on like a big old drug trip that the director took in the early 2000s while he was in film school uh so yeah really excited to to let this movie melt my brain (laughs) but it's time to walk among the rows between the rows i think between between the rows between the rows we're gonna we're gonna die in the corn we're going in the corn (laughs) (laughs) we'll be back in we'll be back in a few minutes but in the meantime here's the trailer for children of the corn Every child is afraid of the dark, the unknown, 
The nightmare. In Gatlin, Nebraska, that nightmare is in the corn. <laughs> Stephen King's Children of the Corn. Stephen King, the author of Carrie, The Shining, The Dead Zone, and Christine, an adult nightmare. Children of the Corn. Stephen King's Children of the Corn, an adult nightmare. soon from New World Pictures. Children of the Corn is currently sitting at a 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb, 37% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 2.8 out of 5 on Letterboxd, which I think my favorite, my, my favorite part of, I haven't seen Children of the Corn in years. My favorite part of this rewatch for me is the, the opening credits of the movie where you say to yourself out loud, oh, this is a Stephen King movie. I, I have just completely no memory of Children of the Corn. I figured we would start this talking about our history. So much so that I, I think that there's there isn't even a folder in my brain for Children of the Corn because there was a remake in 2020 during the pandemic that oh, came right. out and we ran a review on the website. <laughs> really? Man, I have I there's I no folder know. in my brain for the remake, I'll tell you that. Like I don't, I, don't I, I acknowledged it like I remembered. I don't. I was like, oh there was. I, nope. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know which one of us edited that review, but we we know the gist of the film one one of us somewhere, hopefully, maybe. Um, I mean I've seen this movie before. I, I have not watched it since I was a child. So my children of the corn so let's let's start this. John, what's your corn history? I read the short story that it's based on. How old were you when you first read it? Probably like eleven, maybe ten. All right, so like old enough you, that like when I were would you read like these... that darn Malachi. <laughs> <laughs> I was ooh, like, I don't know if I read the book before I saw the movie. It doesn't really matter, but I, I was definitely old enough, young enough that. Uh, the the trip from the bed to turn the light off and back to the bed in the dark was scary. Were you afraid of the corn? I hated this story. Did you look out your window and like, thank God there's no cornfield out there. I don't remember much of this story at all. There's a there's a few from Night Shift is the, is the collection of short stories that 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 it's from. You actually see the book in the movie. It's on the dashboard of the of the car when they're driving into town. All right, Stephen King fan over here. Well, it's the it was the exact same copy of the book that I had. It's like the the hand with the bandages, but it's got a whole bunch of eyeballs on it. Uh, yeah, I didn't love the short story i remember very little about it i didn't love the movie and i remembered very little about it did did your parents let you watch it i don't know if they let me watch it but yeah i watched it around the same time i probably watched it at a friend's house like the same friend whose dad showed us the thing and fright night and and like he he had every 80s horror movie on vhs and that's Mm. just where we hung out 
So my my entire Children of the Corn history, I've talked about this before on the podcast, how um, we had a cottage that we went to every summer, yeah, and there was a jumbo video there, and we would always rent movies, uh, just tons of movies. Is this one you rented or one that you stared at so constantly? So this is one that was rented that I was not allowed to watch. Okay. So this was, I, I would say, under 10. I was probably like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Back when, you know, the the adults would send us to bed in the one bedroom of the cottage. Like five and, feet away from the TV, right? Exactly. So it was five <laughs> feet away from the TV. It was, it was just beyond the fireplace. And they would block the door with this little metal dog because the door wouldn't stay closed. <laughs> okay. Because it was a really old fucking creaky cottage. <laughs> and I would always like, oh, gotta go pee again. And I would sneak out and move the little dog and I would walk to the bathroom. But I would like crane my neck just to see a little <laughs> just- bit. Taking my leisurely stroll to the bathroom. Yeah, I watched Jaws for the first time that way. I saw like three whole minutes of Jaws. <laughs> I don't think it was the first one they were watching. It was probably like the fourth or the fifth because there are a billion of them. There's a lot of children on the corner. But yeah. all I remember is like a hooked scythe just like running through the, a disembodied scythe running through the cornfield. And that, that was enough for me to be like, can't sleep. <laughs> That's great. The corn is bad. We were in, like, it's cottage country. To get to the grocery store, you have to drive through 20 minutes of cornfields. Yeah. Have you ever played in a cornfield? Yeah, haven't you? No. What? It's fucking terrifying. Yeah, I have, like, family that had farms and stuff, and, like, we would go to their house. I've gone to a corn maze, like a ticketed scenario. Okay, and that that is a defined path. Like, hey, no problem. You're not going to get lost. Just follow the path. What happened to us? We got fucking lost. And then it fucking rained, the craziest rainstorm, and we were stuck in a cornfield. We came out like sewer rats. It was kind of hilarious. No, but- I was just worried about slipping and dying in that corn. So, I mean, it got wet, it got slippery, Leave right? me here. I will eat my way out. I'll build a little fire, and one cob at a time, I'll gain my strength and find the exit. So, yeah, your, your your little child brain is scared of the movie because you're driving down roads that have cornfields on either side. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, like, the reason that I was so amped to check this movie out as a kid is that I had played in cornfields, and they are scary to play in. You're Be- just a little hillbilly, aren't you? <laughs> I guess so. I had my, I had my little overalls, one strap undone, <laughs> straw in my mouth, no shoes. <laughs> Clip-clopping around trying to avoid the coyotes that hide in the fucking corn. What? That's the thing. We weren't allowed to play outside, especially in the corn, at night because you can't see what's in the corn. The Playing in corn is scary because- This you, is like real manhunt. Yeah. But the, the Do you guys want to play serious manhunt? It's, uh, it's, it's deceiving because it's all perfectly laid out rows, right? So when you're looking down a row, you can see all the way down. And then when you turn to go a different way, it you don't. Like, it's just- Though, like, it has a cascading- uh, optical illusion effect. Anybody who works in corn is fucking uh, like, hates hearing me talk about this. Like, you fucking idiot. You just turn and you can see the house. But, I mean, it's not hard to get lost in a cornfield is is, is kind of what I'm getting at because you think, oh, it's it's all just, it's like the city streets in New York. It's a grid system. I walk this way. I turn. I walk that way. And the next thing you know, you're like, I'm fucking lost. I can't see the house anymore and I'm scared. Aww. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Did great. Did you braid some corn stalks together so they were strong enough for you to 
climb up and get a vantage point? You want you are you're asking if I climbed the corn like a ladder? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, I, I think I just jumped and then I saw the <laughs> roof of the house and go, that direction is where I need to go. But for like a half a beat, you're like, I'm lost out here. This is where I live now. But don't you wreck the corn? Like, won't the farmer be mad? Or are you talking about after harvest? I'm, well, I think... Because like, you're just like a little fat kid, just like pushing <laughs> pushing stalks from side to side. They're all getting bent. How up. big did you think I was? <laughs> Like, I'm not like a wrecking ball, just like, boom, 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 <laughs> going through the... Yeah, well, sure, you, I was a pudgy boy. Were but... you gentle? <laughs> of course. Were you respectful of the corn? I wanted to eat that corn so bad, I would not do anything to hurt it. <laughs> You're like petting the corn? I will... That, that was probably also around the time, though, that I got interested in UFOs, and I was like, man, it'd be sweet if we could do our own little crop circle. I was going to... That was my follow-up question I was going to ask, is if you've ever done a crop circle. I, I have not. That's but... my... One little dream, but I I don't want to be a shitty crop circle maker. Like I want to like long con, befriend a farmer, okay. get real close, get him real drunk one night, and be like, hey, when you're done harvesting, can I go make a crop circle? So, and then you pretend that you don't know that I made it, and then we could all be like, oh, an anomaly, right? I would love love, and then love, we pinky swear, and then we high five under the table, <laughs> we make a little secret handshake, our crop circle handshake. But do you do it in the middle of the day or do you do it at night? Oh, the dark of the night. Okay, cool. You're going to get eaten by something. Probably. Yeah. And then you're, Bugs, you're mainly. Sm- <laughs> you're smart to make friends with the farmer, though, because otherwise you get shot. Or he sends his dogs after you. Again, eaten by something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So corn is creepy, I guess. Uh, and I think that's where, like, Stephen King, everything, right? Like, oh, what if corn is creepy? Oh, what if a typewriter is creepy? Oh, no, what if this car is creepy? Stephen King is like, small town people are creepy. You know who small town people are? Farmers. They're fucking creepy. And kids. Like, oh, we've got to have a kid with a psychic ability. for Kind of for no reason. Nobody's really psychic in this. They, they mentioned, they're like, oh, little Sarah's psychic. What are you like, talking about? Eh. She's got the gift of the sight. She's she's prophesizing that the adults are coming. That's how they know. Oh, because of her little colorings? Yeah. They were good. The colorings? Yeah. Or, okay. Loved them. The adult that did them did a really great job. <laughs> the art director. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, here, your job is to do kids' paintings. Like, ugh. Getting assigned that is either like, I'm so good at my craft that I can make it look like an eight-year-old did this, or I'm the worst on the team, (laughs) and they're giving me this bullshit job because I draw like an eight-year-old. Either way, the drawings were fine. Yeah, the drawings are fine. The the, 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 The thing about Children of the Corn, though, is that my least favorite part of damn near every Stephen King story is the religious zealot character. And this is just a movie with only religious zealots. When they were having their like their cornfield sermon, you're like, okay. (laughs) I just I get so annoyed with the talking. (laughs) Just like like I he said upon you, go hurt that man and cast him down with the power of my might. And I'm just like, um, it's soup to me. It's just words. Your Isaac impression was pretty good though. I just yeah, I I, and then I just stop listening. the fucking the the woman in the in the grocery store in the mist. Oh, uh, she's the worst. Even even uh, Kathy Bates to an extent kind of has a little bit of that in her. Uh, but yeah, Children of the Corn. They're all just I hate the evangelical Westboro Baptist Church style villains. I I don't like it. 
Why did we watch Children of the Corn then? <laughs> this was your fucking idea, and I encouraged, I, I fostered, <laughs> you know, your creativity and agreed to do this with no complaint until we sat down to record. I just wanted to be harvesty. I wanted to feel harvesty. Did you feel harvesty? I do, actually. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Very much I do. Uh, yeah, so this was my first consuming of Children of the Corn, mm-hmm. uh, my first, like, conscious attempt to watch this. It was kind of one of those movies that's just like, oh, I know what this is. Like, Village of the Damned. Like, I know what this is. Yeah. Well, did it surprise you at all, or did you just know what this was? Well, the fact that it's a couple going to the town and stuff, it surprised me. I guess I, I anticipated a more a quieter, more paranormal movie. Maybe just from that one memory I have. Like, I, I saw 30 seconds of a scythe running through corn. Uh, and corn moving on its own. Yeah. And I was like, that's the whole movie. It's okay. like ghostly corn and you don't actually see the children. Like you don't really see the children. Like you hear them laugh and you can see like yeah. the weapons and they kill everybody. You don't even like see them at all. You thought it was an A24 elevated horror movie. I thought it was A24's <laughs> Children of the Corn. Okay. <laughs> you know, the, there there are scenes where the kids sort of like swarm and attack that are exactly like that. Like we're only seeing like close ups of weapons. Yeah, but and they look like the fucking feet. gang from Clockwork Orange. Like getting chains wrapped around their hands. Yeah, it's badass. I love that. Those, like, especially when they kill the the gas station attendant, who they've basically just said, you know, like you continue to give us fuel, and we won't kill you and your dog. And then one day they break that promise. They break that promise real hard. But like when they, Rude. yeah, when they're sort of like hiding in his garage and stuff, like that scene is great. I fucking love that stuff. The, all of the beginning stuff is dope, and yeah. then it's like <laughs> where you don't see the kids. Is that what you're saying? All yes. the beginning stuff where yes. you don't see Well, it. no, when the kids are all evil in the diner, like... Um, oh, sure. That's an unlock for the movie for me. Like, ten minutes in, that... Is it ten minutes oh, in? Oh, man, we're maybe two and a half yeah. minutes in. So it happens up at the top, and you're just like, okay, I fuck with you, children of the corn. Where are we going? All the adults are dead? Fuck yeah. And it's brutal, and it's too. Like, three years later. Like, <laughs> all the kids are, like, wearing fucking field dresses and talking biblically, and you're like, oh, I wanted to see them, you know... Murder. Be sad a bit. <laughs> Be sad a bit. Well, clearly not all the kids in town were on board. It seems just like two of them weren't. Everybody else true. was super on board. I guess that's true. Like there's a there's a god in the corn who we think is cooler than the god in this book. Yeah, so in the scenario, what I'm assuming is for some reason the little kid narrator tells us that everybody all of the kids are in the field that day. He's the only like little boy that didn't go to the field. And his but, sister's sick at home. Yeah, and like something crazy happened in the field. I guess Isaac, you know, was wearing a cool hat and he <laughs> he was on a power trip and he convinced all of the kids to murder their parents. Because yeah. from that scene, we just see Isaac standing outside with the coolest hat ever. You like it? It's a really cool hat. He looks like a really good villain until he starts talking. Um, and he's like glaring <laughs> in the diner and everybody's like, slice, slice, kill our parents. And he's like, yes, ha ha my bidding and so you think that he's this big bad villain and he's convinced all of these boys about his weird probably fictional religion yeah but then we cut forward to the future and everybody is on board with this religion they all believe in this god like he is just a preacher yes and he's just helping them facilitate their religion like he's not a cult leader in a sense i was expecting more cult leader if that makes sense like a charles manson type okay but he was more like, I'm a child star, and <laughs> I I get tutored in my trailer, and I only drink English breakfast tea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not exactly a cult. Well, it's it's a hundred percent a cult. It is a cult. 
but it doesn't have an enigmatic leader, I guess. Okay, yeah. And I I see what they're trying to do with pitting Isaac and Malachi head-to-head. It's like that, um, I don't know if you're as big of a fan of Road to El Dorado as I am, <laughs> um, but that's a very similar story where you have the the appointed leader, like the actual leader, and then you have the second hand who wants to rule with blood and violence. Yeah. And how those come to a head. I, I love that they disagree, but it's it's built on a foundation of we murdered everyone in town to get what we want. So, like, no matter what, they both agree about ruling in blood. Yeah, for m- more or less. I guess because they were still getting something out of that single adult. They're like, he was getting us gas. And I guess they were still getting deliveries through him. Like, if the delivery stopped at the gas station and never actually went in town. Yeah. Because they got to be getting food and shit, right? And I, I would They're assume... They're not just eating solely corn. Maybe they are. Maybe they are. Maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's what's made them crazy, right? Like, we're just... We're only eating corn and drinking blood on our birthdays. <laughs> we got corn biscuits. We got corn chowder. We got corn soup. We got... Oh, that is chowder. We got uh, <laughs> corn grilled. Grilled on the cob. Yeah. Off the cob. Popped. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. Creamed. Man, you could you could totally Sugar. live on corn. <laughs> and bread. <laughs> mm, yeah, right? You get Stop! <laughs> <laughs> you say that like you're not the person who's like, could we maybe just like dust this with cornmeal? Like anything we eat, you're just like, maybe just, uh, just a little cornmeal. Yeah, but I, I don't just like, punch it up a little. I don't like corn in its native state. Yeah. I like when it's high fructose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the movie is uh, just Bert and Vicky. Is that the name? Yeah. Yeah, Bert and Vicky driving Sarah through town. Connor. Right, Sarah Connor. This is a fucking crime. Linda Hamilton is... She doesn't need fucking Bert. They should have just had, like, fucking Vicky goes to town, saves some kids. Right? She just rolls in, no sleeves on her shirt, kicks open a door, grabs two kids she wants, and leaves. <laughs> like, that's what should have been the movie. But no, we gotta deal with her having the most bullshit character. They give her nothing to do in she this movie. She does a dance at the beginning. It's not even a the good dance. The most random dance. Yeah, it's just like, hey, it's your birthday. Here's a dance about it's like sexy teacher (laughs) and he's like isn't he a doctor i think the thing that pisses me off the most is that this is the same year that terminator came out like the exact same year and we've we can see that she can carry a fucking movie on her goddamn shoulders and then this is just like oh bert don't outlander (laughs) we have your woman i wish i wish they only called them outlanders they call them interlopers is their big thing like kill the interloper like hey i hate to i hate to ruin this for you but at some point one of two of you are gonna have to become interlopers and make more kids for the corn Ooh, right because like isn't that the thing like you turn 19 we carve a pentagram in your chest we all drink your blood and push you into the corn and then the god eats you. I like so that. at some point they're going to run out of kids. They're going to run out of children of the corn. Like they're not it's not like they've they've set up this elaborate system where the guy who runs the gas station it sends whole families toward them. They kill their parents and keep the kids. Oh, that's fucking cool. That's probably one of the sequels. Oh, you I know, like I, that. I swear to god. What a reverse of... harbinger that is. Oh, that's actually a really Instead good, of yeah. like deterring people from going, they're like, "Oh yeah, you want to go that way down that road to Gatlin, you see? Nothing in Gatlin that's bad, not at all." Um Some fun activities for the kids. Oh, you don't need to fill up your gas that much. I think a quarter tank'll do. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, one of the I, I have a memory of one of the one of the sequels of this movie is like 
a kid who looks just like Isaac going into the big city. Like I like the, the Children of the Corn. Children of the Corn takes take Manhattan. Manhattan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like their creepy cousins go to live with them and then they just I don't know, start growing corn in the backyard in a bucket or something. We kind of got into the religion a little bit and and it does not make any fucking sense. Like it yeah. So their god is the man, the thing that walks between the rows. Okay, like, sure, that's a great fucking line, Stephen King. It's we pretty get. great, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but again, it's one of his, like, it becomes a mantra because even Stephen King knows it's good, so he's just like, <laughs> well, we're going to fucking milk this. Like, well, you said, something, like I... something the post before he gets the ghost. Like, oh, okay, all right, all right. We should probably stop shitting on him too much because I think the short story is maybe 15 pages, you know? <laughs> And they, so it's not it's not trying to be a whole ass movie. Okay, well, so apparently he wrote the first draft of the script, and uh, oh, okay, the well, first... then back, the, the, all the fault is back on his shoulders. <laughs> no, they, they they didn't go with it. They didn't like no, it. No, but they kept the rep, the repeating phrases. I'm sure. <laughs> but the first thirty five pages were Vicky and Bert having a fight in the car, and they were like thirty five pages. Thirty five pages. Nineteen eighty four. This is definitely cocaine era Stephen King. <laughs> and he's like, no, this is integral to the plot. This is it. Yeah. No, we need this. It's important. But the, so, what is the god's intent? Like, I I do like that Blood. we don't. I do <laughs> like that we don't know a lot about it. But I is that because there's no there isn't there's nothing there. Yes. Yeah. Like okay, kids. I don't know why, but okay. Yep. Uh, corn. Okay. I don't know why. Yep. Killing the adults. Okay. Yep. Don't know why. Well, I think it's it's really just like uh the 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 kid like the, the why of the kids is just that it's a great image that all of these kids killed their parents, and the 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 corn is just that like you know if you're like the wind blows through the corn, uh, and like the, the all the corn in front of you for the first fifty feet doesn't move, but there's an area in the back that's swaying, and you're like there's something in there. It looks like there's something in yeah, there. Yeah, and like the corn moving on its own and stuff like that's all really great scary imagery. I'm just. Oh, and also the corn moving, the corn like parting, be like, hey, maybe come this way. <laughs> that's all hilarious. But is the shit. corn like is the corn also the one that's like putting the town signs down? Is the corn reaching out and moving signs like from Gatlin different areas signs? of the road? <laughs> I love that idea. I don't remember if the corn actually kills people or not because, and this is just like stupid me I at mean, like ten or eleven. We did have one or two Evil Deady moments where the corn was wrapping around Bert's like legs and arms and stuff. Yeah, like it seems like the corn maybe moves a little bit, but it's also like the god is kind of this weird. Orange Demon? glow. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did forget about that indeed. Yeah. So there, there's uh, inside the group. I think it's because the the place is starting to fall apart. There's really nobody can see any end in sight with for this. Like we just we just kill each other, send each other into the corn. You know, there's sure there's no parents and it's great and all, but also no one's here to buy us ice cream. What is the benefit for the kids? I don't know. Because clearly the little ones who are escaping to the houses every day so they can play with toys and listen to their records and stuff, like, they're not having a grand old time. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's like any religion, right? It's just, it's eternal damnation. Like, if you don't live this way, then you will spend eternity in a worse place. Mm -hmm. So for them, living this life is what they're supposed to do because it's what their god has decided. I do love that the movie, like, all the characters refer to, not all the characters, but like, you know, Bert and Vicky... And to an extent, Job and Job and Sarah refer to this god as the false god in the corn. It's like you can see that it is a very real 
entity, a monster, it has superpowers, it kind of seems like a god, but you're like, nope, there's a different god, and that's the one true god, and this is a false god. Yeah, but if you have a god, then any other god is a false god, but when you call something a false god, isn't it like a demon that's trying to impersonate itself as a god? And so, like, in that sense, it makes sense that it's chosen children, because children are easier to deceive, and so this, if this is a demonic entity, like, what's the demonic entity's end goal? If it's Suffering. not to... Well, it's not to take over the world or anything, because if it's happily hiding in these cornfields yeah. and it doesn't really want to leave, like it's not possessing these kids, it's not sending these kids to orphanages all across America, what does it want? Just to live and have people worship it? Okay, is that a movie? Can I say something stupid? I don't think it had ever occurred to me that like maybe it's just a demon. Like it's a demon pretending to be a god. I think they call it a demon. Huh. Well, maybe just because it eats people and stuff. It also appears as fire at the end of the movie, right? And it's like, Mwah, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <coughs> I don't know, that killed me. <laughs> <laughs> so just talking about what the demon looks like. What the fuck is up with Isaac's death? Because they kidnap Vicky. They turn on Isaac so fucking Real fast. Real quick, right? There, there seems to be no reason for yeah, it. Yeah, that is a season seven murder in season two. <laughs> they they turn on Isaac real quick. They, they decide that he is not, or at least Malachi decides that uh, that he's a shitty leader. He's really just like butthurt that, that Isaac gave him shit for not killing these kids and also killing the, the only guy who has been able to get them fuel and packages and, and whatever else. Um, um, so instead of killing Vicky, who they string up on a crucifix like a like a cop that they had previously, there's a skeleton of the a cop. The blue man. The blue man. Why, why do they call him the blue? They, they know what police are. <laughs> they haven't been at this for generations. They haven't forgotten what society was. They still have very clear memories of killing their parents and what their parents did for work. Um, I think about that all the time when we see the Mennonites in town. We live in a really religious area. Yeah in the Canadian Tire, and I'm like, aren't you guys not allowed to drive? It's a hardware store, by Why the way, everybody. Why are you here? <laughs> but it's a hardware store specifically for auto stuff. I mean, it has other stuff, but it is for your auto. It has a lot of... they. Their village has a windmill. There's no electricity. Like, I just... I think that's a tourist destination. I don't think we've actually seen where the Mennonites live. Oh. Mennonites are not like the, the, the... I don't know, man. There's a lot of different versions of Mennonites in Amish. And, like, some people are, some people are cool with cars. And some people are, like, horses and buggies I know, are but my they wear, thing. They're literally wearing the same outfits that these children of the corn kids yeah. are wearing. Like, the long paisley dresses and, like, to their wrists and ankles. Yeah. But Canadian Tire. Yeah, just say the hardware store. No one listening to this knows what the fuck a Canadian Tire Canadian is. Canadian Tire did try to go to America, but people were confused. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a weird name for a store. It's the Canadian Tire. Okay, sure. So we don't understand how they live and why they do what they do, but they do it and it seems to be cool with them. I just, what, and the same just, is true about these Just kids. tell me the year. What year is it? 1984. No, I mean, I mean for them, in their hearts, what year is it? Oh, I see. Just give me a cutoff. If it's like 46, okay, there were cars. Are you saying, okay. So if it's 02, like, hmm. <laughs> I thought you were going to say... The cutoff is 1946, and they can only drive like Model A's and Model T's. Exactly. <laughs> like you can, you can have a car, but it has to be old like, timey. Can the women vote or can't they? <laughs> That's a great question. I my guess is would be that they, they probably, probably don't can't. vote. Yeah. <laughs> Just in general, I don't think any of them vote. They French braid and have babies. <laughs> but they make a great bread. 
and we're all happy about that. Are you trying to get out of this? I'm trying to spin out. <laughs> like, come on, let's just get back to the fucking movie. John's trying to e-break in the safest way possible. <laughs> okay, hey, fine. I'll just, I'll, I, let's, let's get real. I think all religion is weird. Doesn't matter what religion, okay? <laughs> you got one, it's weird. Yeah, back to horror movies. My religion, also weird. Uh, <laughs> Isaac gets strung up, and they, they kill him because Malachi is all like, I'm just a little bit older than you and madder than you, and I don't have a girlfriend, so I <laughs> I guess I want to stab people. My voice is dropping and I'm turning 19 soon, so I'm really nervous about it. And everybody makes fun of me because of my ginger hair. I'm so sorry. It's not my fault. You're dead. So, like, yeah, they they, they turn on this And guy everybody's real quick. cool with it. They're like, yeah, Malachi's cooler. Yeah, they're just, uh, I think he's just got a sharper knife, is what it comes down to. They're like, you know what? We're real sick of this Isaac guy and his, like, preacher talk. And I'm sure this kid gave a great fucking audition for the role, too. Like, he just came. In and he gave them the fire and brimstone, and they were like, "We gotta move." Okay, so you you know the orphan movie, you know there's a new one that's out right now. Yeah, and how the girl is like thirty playing like a sixteen year old. Yeah, that's Isaac, right? Isaac was played by a fifty two year old man. <laughs> you know, Isaac, uh, I learned today is horror royalty. Now I don't remember it. Like I watching the movie, I was like, "This kid looks a little familiar," and I so I, I wanted to see where he was from and if it was anything that we had seen. Uh, and am I, I about to get schooled here? I found out. Well, one, I have no fucking idea how old he is. I did not look at his age. I don't care. But uh, I found out that uh, the what I probably recognized him from is the uh, is the creepy, weird, pizza eaten. Uh, the mad scientist from Tammy and the T-Rex. He's the <gasps> one who cuts... Oh, yeah! He's the one who cuts Paul Walker's head open with a skill saw, and they're just, like, eating, eating pizza, tossing the crust inside his empty brain. <laughs> Hilarious. He also plays the walkabout Chucky, like, in the original Child's Play. You know when you see Chucky, like, running up the stairs, and you're like, that is a real kid with a wig on. That's that's him, the John Franklin, I think, is the, is the actor's name. Oh, wow. Also plays fucking Cousin It in Adam's Family and Adam's Family. Values. Oh, good for him. He's the little dude underneath the, the giant Florida, yeah, head to floor wig. That's him. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets married and has kids. Isn't that the best? Yeah. What a great movie. The accountant's wife, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, John, yeah, he, uh,. <laughs> He's the guy who plays Isaac, who gets killed in this movie, and his death is super duper weird. Uh, they're gonna like burn him at the stake, uh, but then the fucking he becomes demon like a zombie up. though. Yeah, what's it's up like with the that? demon possessing him? Because normally when you have a lead preacher in a, a crazy cult, and they're like, he only talks to me, he chose me. It's bullshit. You're like, that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. seems but like it was true in this scenario. Seems like this was a rare case where the demon was only talking to him. Yeah, and he's like, hey. Hey, don't kill me. You're you're gonna make this guy super mad. I'm his mouthpiece. He's gonna be real upset about it, and it turns out he was. But how bad? How mad was he though? Uh, mad enough to possess the dead body of his his apostle and kill Malachi. But then what? Nothing else. 
Yeah, yeah, I guess he didn't have anything else at that point. The corn didn't all turn and glare at them. Oh, that would have been fucking cool. Holy shit. Like, they turn and they've got, now they have little corn eyebrows and they're all super mad and furrowed and shit. Like, and the corn all, like, goes rotten and then the kids have nothing to eat. Like, give me that. Oh, that'd be interesting. I'd like that. Yeah. But we're not even talking about how weird it is when he gets possessed. Like, there's just, like, this orange glow that creeps up from his feet all the way. Yeah, they were really, they were really testing the boundaries of what they could do visually it's odd and yeah. he looks cool as a zombie though he's all grayed out and shit they just like combed his hair upwards <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then you know like once you skip a few the fucking adults they you know they swap out the water in the in the the, the cornfield thing that waters I, the plants for yeah. gas for gasohol not just gasoline uh, and they set it on fire and there's a big old explosion that moment when that happened i was like oh that's why they kept drawing attention to those watering things like the little girl yeah. was drawing them in her drawings and you're like she's really getting in the detail of like farm life here and for three years these kids seem to be doing fine as farmers yeah doing they did a great good. job yeah. that that corn was taller than they were good, good job good work kids. how do they harvest that maybe they don't what because they'd be then? eating their god oh no but their god is between the rows he isn't oh the that's rows. true my mistake okay yeah well the end of this movie is so fucking abrupt. <laughs> oh, I love it though. I fucking the end love of this it. It's hilarious. Like they 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 grab the kids and they're just like, "Hey, maybe uh maybe this has been our uh, our character arc all along. Maybe we'll just keep these kids." Ah, sound ah, good to you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they uh the, the car won't start. They're trying to drive the fuck out of there. And then from the back seat, Rachel, the other crazy zealot she's like the the crazy zealot among the crazy zealots she's like leading a church of kids that are you know doing that blood ritual at the birthday she's got a scythe in her hand and then fucking linda hamilton is just like bap no (laughs) (laughs) they like punch her in the face and they're like oh she's out cold and then they're like well let's go and then they just and then the credits (laughs) like it's so weird just like what the fuck are we gonna do like i don't know let's just send her a get well card from seattle and then they just it says the end. <laughs> That's it. We're done. This is it. And they're still walking. Like, the, it doesn't go black or anything. It's just them like, all right, let's leave our corn car. And <laughs> oh, man. It's it's so weird and kind of anticlimactic. It's just hilarious. But, yeah, I can't honestly say that this is a is a, is a a celebrated classic for me. Like, I'm not nuts about Children of the Corn. It's so fucking insane how many sequels it has spawned. Yeah, let's take a look. Let's, I have how them many open. You, I oh, have you, them. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm going to guess eight, including the remake. There are 11. Jesus Christ. Children of the Corn, Children of the Corn 2, The Final Sacrifice. I was going to say, is one called The Final Showdown? Oh my God, so this is the one you were talking about for sure. Children of the Corn 3, Urban Harvest. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Children of the Corn 4, The Gathering. Children of the I've Corn 5, Fields of Terror. Okay. Children of the Corn 666, yes, Isaac's Return. Do it. Okay, we're watching that one later because I am ready. It's got to be on Tubi, uh, right? Children of the Corn. Rep- These are all on Tubi <laughs> for sure. Uh, Children of the Corn Revelation. Children of the Corn 2009, the TV sci-fi remake. Okay. Uh, Children of the Corn Genesis. Who knows what that one's connected to? Children of the Corn Runaway. And then Children of the Corn 2020. And then also In the Tall Grass from Joe Hill 2019. <laughs> that seems like also- a spiritual sequel to this Joe movie, Hill's right? Movie. Yeah. It's like, oh, instead of, uh, inst- well, actually, I don't want to spoil the end of that movie in case somebody hasn't seen it, but very, very similar. Just tall grass instead of tall corn. Surely one of those sequels just has, like, really haunted corn, because that's what I 
was anticipating, and I got a lot of Isaac and Malachi fighting. Yeah, it's, I'm sorry. A lot that, of uh, culty drama. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry that I'm not like a Children of the Corn expert because surely the second one is maybe, or the fourth one, I don't know, is is the one that you are looking for. I mean, I am kind of excited shit. for Isaac's return. Not gonna lie. Yeah, they, these movies were always on TV growing up on TBS. I think they, they also just played a lot of Stephen King stuff in general. Like Needful Things was always on. Christine was always on. So like that's kind of how I saw these movies. I, I this is probably the first time I've watched it unedited for television and from beginning to end in one sitting. Do you think the killing the parents stuff was cut down or nah? Oh, probably, but, like... They don't show a whole lot. I mean, they do slit that kid's dad's throat right in front of him. I mean, you don't see anything, but he gets, like, splattered with blood in the face. You're like, shit, that's Oh, that, no, no, that one is when they stuff the chef's hand inside the slicer. It's like, that's just gonna hurt him a lot. It's not gonna kill him, but okay. Good image. Real good image. <laughs> What? How would you rate Children of the Corn? What's your What's your know. finished rating on that? I, it wasn't a very good movie. No, it's not, unfortunately. But hey, you know, has the same sort of it has the harvest vibe we're looking for this yeah, time of year. It was the vibe. This is the This is the right time to watch it. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, they they decorated a lot. Like I'm really into Halloween decorating right now. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. And they decorated that car. They decorated that diner. <laughs> they let those houses you mean get the all set, musty. The set? decorating team like no the i mean the dresser. children of the corn oh, oh you're saying that when they go oh right we forgot about this when they go to venture into town that's completely abandoned now there's just corn everywhere yeah these kids like to decorate okay i don't i don't know what it means but they do it i love to imagine them showing up with a bunch of like old dried up pieces of corn and just laying it on a ta- table with some cobwebs like, there you go decorated i don't know i don't like dislike it but it wasn't good one and a half two out of four I'm giving it a one and a half. Yeah. <laughs> it seems low. That seems unnecessarily cruel. Like, it's not... It just is... I'm going to give it a two out of four. I really... I do really like some of the sequences where the kids are creeping up and getting ready to kill. Like, I think that's all shot really well. In the cornfield, when the, the one kid who's trying to escape... We didn't even talk about that. This is how <laughs> fucking Bert and Vicky make their way to the town. They drive over a kid in the middle of the road who oh, turns yeah. out to have his throat slit. That was all good. I remember reading the book and thinking that the corn slit his throat. Like, he was escaping because... See, the I'm corn needed to be eviler. Yeah. Surely to God, one of these sequels has like. Now we're are we gonna watch we all are, eleven Children really, of the Corn we movies? Really, Fuck. really are because I think this just needs to be wilder. I think this just isn't. We have to find. There's wilder. a Children of the Corn out there for us. There is. We're it's, gonna find. I it. I need to find the so bad it's good Children of the Corn. If you are a Children of the Corn fan, aficionado, can you please let us know the worst one in the in the series because we need... well, like the, the 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 Texas Chainsaw two of the series. No, I, I want the. The worst of the bunch. I want something that's bad but still entertaining. I don't want just like, oh, this one's truly awful. (laughs) I want something that I can laugh with. Or at. There's got to be a corny children of the corn out there, right? Oh, yeah. Let us know on Twitter or in the Nightmare on Film Street Discord. You can find us at NOFS Podcast or the Discord is nofspodcast.com slash Discord. Please, for the love of God, for the love of the thing between the rows, let us know which is the corniest children of the corn. Yeah, because we need. Oh, we should do a live stream. We're just building an event here <laughs> for a movie that we don't know anything okay, about. Okay, well, if it's if it's on Tubi. <laughs> we can do this. Which it will be. It will be. I am very confident. I believe in Tubi and Children of the Corn. 
But that's it for us this week. If you enjoyed this episode, please support the show by subscribing, by giving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you're listening to this. And if you want more Nightmare on Film Street, more bonus content, head over to patreon.com slash Nightmare on Film Street. There's also a, a link in the episode description. We have the Never Sleep Again series, recapping the recapping the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. We are still in the middle of putting out the Midnight at Camp Blood podcast series recapping the Friday the 13th franchise and by the sounds of it we will soon be doing the Children of the Corn franchise. Oh, I, we should maybe do that next fall. I feel like that 11 movies, that's a little ambitious. I'll tell you right now, putting it off is exactly how I want to is, ex- <laughs> is exactly what I'm looking for with this franchise. I will continue to put this off as long as you let me. Our ranking though, when we when we do eventually do it, God, should be no, the corniest. Let's not, let's not talk about this like it's a thing we're gonna do. <laughs> should be Corniest to least corny. Okay, well, look out for that coming fall of 2023. <laughs> Fuck. I'm going to make you eat a cob of corn for every oh single God! movie. You have to eat 11 cobs of corn. Can we get different kinds, though? Like a wine tasting? I don't know if there's 11 different types of corn readily available in our area. I think you get, like, peaches and cream and Manitoba sweet corn. <laughs> That's it. This Manitoba sweet Oh, boy. Uh, Until next time, uh, I'm Kim. I'm John. Stay Stay corny. (laughs) It appears you made it out alive, but we'll get you next time. Help us to grow the horde. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. More terror can be found lurking on our website, nofspodcast.com. Until next time, stay creepy, fiends. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. When you visit Arizona, Time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.